So, James, thanks a lot for being with us. I appreciate it. No problem. My pleasure. So, listen, uh, let's talk about your mom because, you know, as soon as I heard this story break out of New York, uh, my first thought was I had to get you on. How sick was your mom and when did all this start, you know? Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, my mom had gotten very sick. She woke up on a Sunday morning. It was March 22nd. Um, and she had all the symptoms uh, that you would see in a coronavirus patient. She had very high fever. Uh, you know, she couldn't breathe, shortness of breath, cough, body aches. Um, so she was very sick. We got on the phone with the coronavirus hotline that they kept putting on the news, you know, especially here in New York, um, since we were so hard hit. And after speaking to one of the doctors on that, on that hotline, they suggested that my mother was in a severe enough condition that we should probably take her to the hospital. So um, we did that. And at the hospital, they wanted to take an x-ray before anything else. Um, and they told us if the x-ray was bad, that they would admit her, test her for coronavirus and treat her, um, you know, with, with what they had at the time. And then if the x-ray was good, that they would just send us home and, you know, God forbid if she got worse to bring her back. So they took the x-ray and of course the x-ray came back um, bad. It showed a severe left lung uh, pneumonia and they suspected coronavirus. At that time, they told us they actually don't have tests for coronavirus. New York hadn't had um, testing at that time, and the testing that they did have was um, reserved for first uh, frontline workers. So um, they couldn't test my mother, and they also did not want to admit her um, at that time. So they sent her back home with just uh, three days of azithromycin. So um, you know, at that at that time, we came home and we were we were very sick, uh, very worried because my mother was still so sick and that, you know, we had gotten sent home. So at that time, we decided that it was necessary for us to treat her at home. Um, you know, we had at that time a lot of friends who had been sick with corona and kind of gone through the whole hospital rundown and even some friends who, who had passed away. So we were scared to go to another hospital. Um, the doctors were telling us that we should stay home even though she was so sick. And to literally bring her back to the hospital if she was, you know, not able to breathe at rest, um, you know, which we found absurd. I mean, she couldn't even stand up. She couldn't even move. She couldn't even turn over on her side without getting so severe of breath, you know, that um, short of breath that she almost passed out. So we, um, we happened to have hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin in, in, in the home that was not expired. still good. So... We, um, we spoke to a doctor who we're friendly with, um, and he told us the dosing that they were using in his hospital. So we decided to give her that dose, and we decided to treat her at home. Um, thankfully, we, we saw improvement with, with the antibiotics, and most of the symptoms, more of the flu-like symptoms had gone away. So, you know, fever, body aches, those symptoms definitely improved. And, and you know, mind you, too, throughout this time, we weren't um, at home. We were very uncomfortable with the fact that, like, we weren't just doing nothing at home. We were uncomfortable with the fact that we had to treat her at home. And every day we were on the phone with the Department of Health with that coronavirus hotline. Stay at home. Um, so finally, you know, the one thing that did not go away was her respiratory symptoms. She was still extremely short of breath. 
And I would say that the shortness of breath and the respiratory symptoms even worsened a little bit. So we were very worried. Um, and at that time, I decided that I would call Dr. Horowitz, who I'm very close with. I, I've been shadowing Dr. Horowitz for the past four years. He treats my mom. And I decided to call him and check in on him because I, I, I felt bad to bother him you know, with my problems. I always feel bad to do that to him. So um, I called to, to check in on him, but, you know, with the hopes that he could help me, that my mom would come up in conversation and that I could tell him about my mom and maybe he could give me some ideas or maybe if he's using something, you know, in his practice to treat his patients with corona, that he would be able to tell me what, what to use. So um, I spoke to him on the phone and, and sure enough, I told him about, about my mom, you know, I was desperate. Um, and he was like, well, he's like, I just use um, glutathione on one of my patients who has corona, and he saw improvement within an hour. Why don't you try it on? So glutathione, for, we, we know what glutathione is. We're very familiar with it, again, because of my sister. My sister suffers from Lyme and tick-borne disease, so it's something that she uses frequently as a, as a detoxifier and as a very powerful antioxidant. Um, so we're familiar with it. And it's funny because when he said that, I did realize that, you know, my mom's presentation um, kind of mirrored my sister's presentation sometimes when she goes into crisis or when she goes, um, when she experiences something that's called a Herxheimer reaction from Lyme disease. I mean, one of those, um, one of the symptoms that like a Herx reaction could give you is air hunger and shortness of breath. And, you know, if, if you speak to Dr. Harvey, he would tell you that it's the same type of cytokine storm that happens in a Lyme disease patient during a Herxheimer reaction that, are, that is happening to these coronavirus patients. So, you know, it kind of clicked for me when he said it, like, oh, wow, that actually makes a lot of sense. So, um, so I got a full phone with him, and I followed his directions, and I went and I gave my mother 2,000 milligrams of glutathione, um, also with something called acetylcysteine, which is a, a glutathione precursor, um, and alpha-lipoic acid, which also aids in the natural production of glutathione in your body. Um, and within the hour, my mother, my mother's symptoms at least improved. You know, I, I would say she went from maybe like 2% as far as her respiratory symptoms go to like almost 75%. I wow. mean, it was that dramatic. She was able to stand. Yeah. She was able to stand up from her bed without getting short of breath. Her cough had gone like completely away for the entire night. It was the first time she was able to sleep through the night without waking up from shortness of breath or coughing. She was able to go take a shower, clean her room where we had her quarantined. So, I mean, um, next day, again, in the morning, I gave her the 2,000 milligrams of glutathione, and she even further improved. Um, so, within two days on, on this glutathione, she was almost a, completely better. And it, it only took five days for her respiratory symptoms to be completely gone, and of which she has not relapsed or gotten worse since. She, you know, better ever. So um, it was, it was uh, definitely a miracle for us. You know, we were very scared that she was going to become another statistic that we were hearing about every day on the news, you know? So. That's just amazing though. As I, as I uh, listen to your story, you know, I'm, I'm looking at what you're talking about and, you know, for a lot of people who are listening to this, they don't have the same kind of knowledge base that you do. You were able to, you know, not only you're a second-year medical student, right? Are you in your second year? Yes, second-year medical student. Right, that's great. Up in New York, you have this knowledge base already, 
You have someone you could reach out to in Dr. Horowitz, which is great. Not everybody has that situation, which is what really drove me to do this kind of a podcast because it's about getting this kind of really good information out there. It's not like you're talking about these things like NAC and glutathione. You know, taking these kind of substances is some sort of new thing. You want to talk about that for a moment? I mean, this is something we talked a lot before the show here, and it's something that you actually studied in medical school, right? Yes, yes. So uh, just really quick, am I, am I coming through okay? Yeah, you're coming through great. Thanks for asking. Okay. Um, so yeah, so we, we, we learn about glutathione in medical school. Um, what they don't teach you about glutathione in medical school is the exogenous administration of it, right? So giving it as a supplement, we don't really learn, it, learn about it that way. But we learn that it's a natural substance that it, you know, our body makes. It's, um, it's a natural antioxidant. You know, the main purpose of glutathione in our body is really to, to um, decrease oxygen-free radical production, right? That happens a lot when you get an infection like corona, right? So if you have coronavirus and you're producing a lot of oxygen-free radicals in your body, right, because you're trying to combat this disease, you're going to be low on glutathione because you're using a lot of glutathione to get rid of those oxygen-free radicals, right? So again, that's just kind of like another segue into why this makes sense to give a patient suffering from any infection, really, you know, supplemental glutathione, right? But anyway, so that's what we learn in medical school about it. And um, as far as it being a new thing, no, you know, it's definitely not. Um, so Dr. Horowitz, he's been using it in his practice for over 30 years on over, you know, uh, 12,000 patients. You know, he's treated 13 to 15,000 patients in over 30 years and um, he's been using glutathione since the beginning. It's very benign. I think that if you, um, you know, when you do speak to him, he'll tell you that um, he's, he's never really seen any side effects of it in his 30 years, you know? Um, again, why? Because it's a natural thing that our body makes. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a safe, it'd be a very, uh, more studies are definitely needed. It would be amazing, right? If we could have some randomized clinical control studies on how this works on patients, right? But, um, you know, it's not needed as far as the safety of it goes right now, right? Because it's something we've been using. We know what it does. The science is there to back this up. You know, it's, the science is in the literature of what glutathione does and the part and the role that it plays in the body. So um, this could very well be a very safe, um, effective, and inexpensive way to kind of fight coronavirus right now while we have nothing else. You know, it's amazing. You, I don't know if your ears were tingling, but... I've been talking about you on social media before this interview where I said, I really just, I know it, James, you're going to be a great medical doctor because I sense from you that, you know, you look at what is good conventionally, but it's an integrative attitude, you know, why not really take a good look at what's in the science, what makes sense for the situation, and then give it a try. I mean, that, that's really the bottom line, and at least clinically, just to be really clear for everybody listening, it's not like you had just one one-off thing here. Oh, that's great. You know, James helped his mom out. That's an interesting story, right? And there's people out there that might not intentionally, but not give it as much credit as they really should. You have a lot of people around you where you live 
that really were feeling pretty lousy, too. You want to talk about that? I mean, you actually are. I mean, hopefully after the show, more people will give these things a try and see what it's like for them. But you did get very similar results with other people, right? You want to talk about that for a moment? Yes, yes, absolutely. So um, I, I, I got a lot of people reaching out to me, our family and friends go, um, who had somebody suffering from coronavirus. It was actually, as, as far as my friend group goes, a lot of their parents um, suffered from coronavirus. So they called um, for help, not even because they knew what happened with my mom. They just know that I'm a medical student and they wanted to know if I knew something that, you know, what was going on or what they were using to treat out there. So I told everybody, especially after what happened with my mom about glutathione, everybody that called me. And I was like, you know, buy this supplement, try it. It's safe. You have nothing to lose. You know, the doctor in the hospital, they're not treating your mom or your your dad, you know, so why don't you try this supplement? This is what it did for my mom. I think that it could really help your parent. Um, And they did that. I had about seven to 10 people. Um, I would have to go back through my text messages and count, but at least seven to 10 people who tried this glutathione and not even with, you know, the acetylcysteine or the alpha lipoic acid or any of the other kind of supplements that we use in the uh, case series that Dr. Horowitz and I published and Dr. Friedman. Um, so uh, just the glutathione and everybody's saw improvement. It was the same story. It was the same phone call I was getting. James, literally within the first hour and a half, they're better. Um, so, you know, it was, it, it, it's definitely amazing. And, and ever since the New York Post article came out as well, I've had at least two to, to, to three coronavirus patients reach out to me who also tried the glutathione and saw improvement. So, I mean, it's very promising. I know that the case series we published was only two patients, but, um, you know, I would say by now between Dr. Horowitz and I, with other patients trying this, it has to be at least around everybody's that's great you you jumped ahead for that that was great i was going to mention that you actually published this like you said with two people right where'd you publish it um yes so uh we published it um on elsevier so the uh actually i I could get the uh (laughs) the exact name of the article because it's kind of long give me one yeah sure pull that up the uh the correct information to give that's great. I, I suppose uh, Dr. Horowitz helped you with that, or you, you pretty much were—I mean, whose idea was that? Well, when—I um, mean, it, it was Dr. Horowitz's idea. We, he, he, you know, after I called him and I told him my mom saw improvement, you know, within the hour she was better. He was like, wow, this is really amazing. I think that we need to write this up. And I was like, yes, absolutely, please. That's, that's great. great. Let's write this up. I would love that. Um, so— uh, no, it was fantastic. And, and I, I was so grateful for him giving me the opportunity to do that because it was definitely a big deal that, um, you know, I was able to get published with him and Dr. Freeman. So um, a wonderful opportunity. It was a wonderful opportunity. No, it's great, James. What's the reaction like in, in the school where you go? I mean, I suppose other people now hear about it. What are others uh, thinking, you know, ones that are studying like you and are going to soon be doctors? What do they say to you? Yeah. So really quick, I, w- I just want to say, so the title of the case series that we published sure. is um, the, efficacy, the Efficacy of Glutathione Therapy in Relieving Dyspnea Associated with COVID-19. It's great. Um, and uh, yep, 
and uh, it was published. Sorry, give me one second. This, I'm sorry. So it was published in the Respiratory Medicine Case Report, um, which is basically it is the New England Journal of Medicine as far as uh, respiratory medicine goes, pulmonary medicine. Excellent. Congratulations, James. That's what we need more. I talk about it all the time. When people have these stories, they should be getting out and telling these stories. I mean, you know, last I checked, we have freedom of speech. But on top of that, people like in your situation, get these papers published. Get it out there as much as possible. So important. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, we're we're in wartime right now. You know, um, we, unfortunately, we don't have the time. Um, to organize a tremendous control study and go through the whole study. I mean, because while that happens, people are dying by the day, by the hundreds. So, you know, I, I feel when, when something like this comes about, if something is showing that um, it works, we need to get it out. We need to try that. You know, like I said, it's wartime. People's lives are depending on it right now. Uh, studies will definitely follow, right? We'll definitely get the information that we need to get eventually, but if something is helping and we know that the science is there that says it's safe, why um, And just to get back to what you're saying, um, the reaction from my medical school and some of my classmates right. were, I mean, it was very, very positive, especially a lot of my professors um, saw the New York Post article and they actually, the, one of the professors who saw it shared it amongst the entire school and the rest of the faculty. And wow. It was a, was a, yeah, it was a wonderful response. They're all very happy and they're, they're proud and, um, they're also going to be starting to share the news about it and using glutathione. I have some professors who are actually on currently um, working in emergency rooms, and you know they're very busy, of course. So I haven't been able to speak with them uh, personally, sure. but they did. They have gotten the information, and hopefully, they are making use of it. It's great, James. Changing the world one person at a time. One situation at a time. You know, I had just done a, it's great, thank you. And we, just as we close out, I just wanted to get your feedback on this. I just did a show just recently, a live broadcast for Facebook, you know, my Facebook uh, followers. And I talked about how a lot of the people who unfortunately die with COVID-19 have all these underlying conditions the vast majority of these people have such inflammatory conditions to begin with, whether it's compromised lung function, lung disease, diabetes, hypertension, all of these things. Everything you just talked about, NAC, you know, using zinc, I'm sure you, you've talked about some of that too, quercetin, vitamin D, vitamin C, glutathione, which is the big thing as part of this story, all of this stuff is great to get into the body at the proper level just to calm down the fire that is in so many people. If people were to do that, then wow, a lot of times these symptoms would be at the very least way less and if not just go away completely. I mean, your mom's situation was completely resolved, right? Right, right. And, and you know, just, just to make clear too, right, um, glutathione is not... It's the purpose of glutathione is not to attack the virus, right? We're not using glutathione. The idea behind it is not to kill the virus, even though it's funny. Right. Some reports have actually come out that, you know, it has various effects, but that's not what we're talking about here, right? So yep. the idea of glutathione 
is to resolve the inflammatory cascade that coronavirus is causing, right? We have right. things like the antibiotics. And if you want to take my mother's case as an example, right? You could theorize that the antibiotics that we use hit the virus, right? It was, it, they, they had antiviral effects on the virus, but what was left over? Why were her respiratory symptoms still lingering? Because there was still an inflammatory cascade that had taken place that was kicked off by this virus and the body did not have what it needed to resolve it, right? So what did we do? We gave glutathione. And what did glutathione help with? Resolving the inflammatory cascade and she got better. So yeah, especially in patients who have chronic inflammation, um, you know, there's something that's called NF-kappa-B, and we talk about this in, in the study that, in the case series that we, we published. That is the, the one, of, one of the, you know, basically buttons, you could say, that the body pushes to start, start inflammation. And one of, what is one of the targets of glutathione? It's kappa-B. We inhibit NF-kappa-B, and by doing that, we inhibit a tremendous inflammatory and cytokine cascade that follows, right? So, yes, people who have these underlying conditions and, you know, therefore have chronic inflammation, um, something like glutathione and NAC and alpha-lipoic acid, these, these are all really great things that you could have, even prophylactically, I think, right? Because if they're already circulating, you're already going to have decreased inflammation. So, yeah, I totally agree. See, that's the thing. What you just said at the end is so critical. It's, it's not treating a disease. That's not what we're talking about. But having this less inflammatory situation, when we get a bacterial or viral invasion, if you will, our body is strong enough. We can handle it. Our immune system is up to the job. But when you look at these people who are so morbidly obese, They've got diabetes, they're on medications, they have other infections in their body, they might have Lyme, they might have Epstein-Barr, God knows what else, heavy metal toxicity, they're immunodeficient already. I mean, the list goes on and on. They have GI issues, they have a failing liver, they've got weak kidney function, they have hypertension, all of these things are going on, then wham, they get a viral invasion and then it's a perfect environment for the virus to get into a cell and replicate to all the others. It's like a playground. But if we get all these things on board, so much stronger that we can really barrier this virus, stop it from replicating as much, and our whole body feels more comfortable through the whole, you know, supposed infection. This is what I hope people get turned on to, you know? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So where do you go from here? You're going to be a doctor when? Um, so in two years, I should be a doctor. Hopefully, if all goes well, um, I'm in the second year of medical school, so I'm halfway through. Um, and uh, and yeah, I have I finished the academic part of medical school, so I'm through all of the classes. Um, the next two years are going to be rotations for me, rotating through hospitals and and you know different fields of medicine. Um, so, yeah, in two years, I should graduate and, and become a doctor. So, all right, good. That's all right. So, yeah, so um, any other final thoughts, James, as we close it out? Um, no, I, I, I think I'm good. Um, I just want, want to say as well, if anybody feels like they'd like to reach out and would like any more info, uh, information, please feel free. I'm, I'm public on Instagram and, and Facebook. You can message me um, or they could get in touch with you and, and you could pass it on too. 
Well, how did they get? How how would be? What would be the best way to contact you? What would you like them to do? Go ahead. Um, Facebook, Facebook or Instagram. Look me up, uh, James Brzezzi, and you can message me there. You got it. Sounds good, James. Thanks a lot for your time today. Your story, I'm sure, if it helps at least one other family out there, it was worth it. Thanks a lot.